Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, today is October 12th and I did record the episode you're about to hear a long time ago, but I'm only putting it out right now, aka on the 15th. That's when I'm going to upload it because a lot of things happen, okay? I was so busy and then on the 9th, I decided to start editing, but then it was so slow. Like I was talking so slow and so I was like, I'm going to change the tempo and the speed and then I will revert it like once I'm done editing. But I didn't know that that was going to ruin the audio when I tried to revert it. So I just left it sped up. Basically, I cannot undo the changes that I made because it is worse when I try to go back to the original tempo. Also, I do sound weird. Forgive me. But yes, so the audio you're about to listen to will be choppy. Um, it'll sound super fast, not actually super fast. It'll sound fast and choppy. And I think you guys just have to deal with it if you want to or not. Like you don't have to listen to the episode, but if you really want to hear what I had to say about seeing my 19th life, then you can listen to it. I honestly cannot be bothered to re-edit from scratch. Like I actually attempted to do that today and I was like, nah, y'all are just gonna, (laughs) you're just gonna get the choppy audio. I'm so sorry. But yeah. The original like audio was over 45 minutes, but I think I brought it down to 25. So that should tell y'all something. Anyway, and also I am five days late. Like today is the 12th, but I am going to upload it on the 15th, like I said. And I think from now on, I'm just going to have two uploads a month. (laughs) The 15th and the 30th. That is so funny. That is so funny. Like this podcast went from having multiple content in a month to only three and now i'm bringing it down to two anyway yeah also there is a new feature on spotify if you go to the podcast profile and you click more like this i did recommend two different playlists one is just the playlist of the podcast but the other playlist is actually my ost playlist so if you want some good osds to listen to you can check out that playlist sorry i really sound weird anyway Yeah, so don't be alarmed by how fast and choppy the audio sounds. I just had to put it out because I don't want to sit and try to edit a 45 minute audio. That doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually is a lot. Like it takes me a long time to edit because it's not like I'm just listening to it once. Like I have to listen, go back, listen, go back, cut, copy, paste, and so on. It may not sound like I actually edit, but I do edit, guys. And I've been talking for four minutes. Like, what in the world am I saying for four minutes? I think I will put the entire clip 
at the end of the episode but I will put a snippet of me giving the disclaimer in the beginning anyway guys thanks for bearing with me and if you choose to listen thank you and if you don't want to listen I do not blame you I'm pretty sure even I will click out when I hear what the audio sounds like anyway thanks guys let's get into the episode yeah it feels really empty and they did too much they did too much but it ended up feeling empty and it lacks a lot I don't know what it lacks but it lacks a lot of things <laughs> He was born in 2000, which is why it was weird. Cause like he needs to be playing a high school student, but he played a professor. Are you kidding me? I don't know if the story is that he is a very young professor because he also like has lived so many lives. But I don't know. It just felt weird. Like the perfect word to describe this drama is mediocre. I'm not even disappointed. That's the truth. Like I don't care. I'm just like oh my gosh, okay, I completed it now. I just didn't want to drop it because I already got to episode 10. I love the first plot twist, and I feel like if they left the plot twist to be the actual story, that would have been so much more like spicy. But then they tried to do this twist on a twist on a twist, and they kept going back and forth. Like they wish it was something, and then they wish it was the truth, and then they wish it was a truth that cancels out the truth that they showed us. And I'm just like, what is this BS? It took me more than two months to watch this, <laughs> which I'm just like, what the hell? And it's only a 12 episode drama. Yikes. Hi, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Chingu, and I'm glad you tuned in. Hi. So, on today's episode, we will be talking about the 2023 fantasy K drama. See you in my 19th life. Anyway, so y'all know I went into this drama for Shin Hee-san. I honestly did not want to watch it for what is his name? Ambo Hyun, because it was hard for me to get past his character in 81 class. But when I did get into the drama, it wasn't bad. Like his acting was alright. I mean, there's nothing wrong with his acting, but I'm saying like whenever I saw him, I wasn't like irked as I usually am <laughs> because of his role from 81 class, like I said. So yeah, it wasn't bad at all. However, when I did start, I was not feeling it. So I know it took me a while to actually get into this. I just wanted to watch it because one, Shin Hae-san is in it, and number two, it's only 12 episodes. So I did start this on what? I think I started it sometime in July. I know I started watching right after I watched The Good Bad Mom. I did put out an episode for that drama if you're curious you can check that out if you want to or not so yeah i started this july 13th and i completed it september 19th that is a long time that is a long time for a 12 episode drama y'all know i even binged and watched flower of evil in less than a month if i'm not mistaken so the fact that a 12 episode drama took me this long what the hell it wasn't that great i'm just gonna be honest before we get into it i guess i should give a disclaimer i will read notes that i made and there might be spoilers and so if you don't want that you can click out but i'm going to give my verdict so if you want to know if this is worth it this one i'm gonna say do not waste your time for me, it's not a complete waste of time because of Shin Hae-sun, but I don't think it is worth watching. I have realized that I am super lenient when I tell you guys if it is worth watching or not. So right now, I think I'm just going to stop being lenient and I'm going to be totally honest. I don't think this is worth anyone's time. And I hate to say it because like I said, I really, really wanted to love it because it has Shin Hae-sun and she is the reason that I even sat through it. But it's just not great. Like, I don't even know what they were doing. They thought they did something, but they didn't. Like, it was good. It was good in the beginning. And there was one plot twist that I was like, oh my gosh, like, it got super good. But then they did this plot twist of a plot twist and they just ruined it so yeah it became so mediocre at some point i was just like i'm just watching so i can literally complete it it took me one week to watch episode 12 because i just couldn't like get into it like uh, and they irritated me because episode 12 was just full of flashbacks so i think they could have made this a 10 episode drama or an 11 episode drama we did not need a 12th episode just full of flashbacks that we have already watched and so the thing about the plot twist they were dragging it like they didn't want to reveal the truth and at first that was good like the thrill was good but then they started to overdo it and i was just like okay it is about time you let us know the truth because like no one's gonna waste their time like, a lot of people I would assume a lot of people dropped this because I was on the verge of dropping it. I was just like, what is this nonsense? And I was wanting to like skip to the end to see what the reveal was, but yeah, I sat through it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, there you have my verdict. It is not worth watching, but it is not a complete waste of time. I did not even tell you guys the general gist of what this is about. Hmm, what should I do? 
I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. It was so mediocre. I know an eight is not bad for you guys, but for me, I don't necessarily watch dramas that are less than eight point five. So this is Loki's seven point five out of ten drama. I'm so disappointed. Like y'all don't even understand. But I don't really care because, like I said, I only went into it for Shinison. So a basic, basic, basic gist of this drama is that it is a story about reincarnation and a girl who remembers her past lives. So I guess they say that everyone gets reincarnated, but there are some people who can remember all the lives that they have lived. And yeah, that's basically what it is about. And this is her nineteenth life, which is why it's called Seeing My Nineteenth Life. There are a lot of things that just didn't say right with me <sighs> but there's no how i can talk about it without giving spoilers so i'm just going to read the notes i made verbatim and then i will expand if i have to or not but i think i should read the plot synopsis for you guys before that see you my 19th life and we also had like a side story i was just like what is this bs it was so mediocre like i don't even understand they ended up getting together at the end but it was just so mediocre like everything about it was mediocre i think they started to disappoint me right after the first plot twist i'm happy that i'm not the only one who thinks this was low-key boring it wasn't even boring it was just mediocre but it has an 8.4 on my drama list. I think it should be lower than that. I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah, it's not worth an 8.4, guys. Okay, see my 19th life. Let us read the plot synopsis by the Agent Hoki staff. It has 12 episodes, like I said. It stopped airing in July. The Hangul says, Anyway, here's the plot synopsis of Seeing My 19th Life by the Asian Wiki staff. For her 19th life, she begins to live as Banjiam Shinhee-san. What? Sorry, I forgot how I usually read this. Let's start all over again. <laughs> For her 19th life, she begins to live as Banjiam. Banjiam is sweet by Shinhee-san. Whenever she is reborn, from age 8 to 12, she begins to remember all of her previous lives. Oh, that was a story? What? After that, she remembers her life with memories from all of her previous lives. Wait, that makes no sense because there is a life where she was a toddler. So, I don't know what they mean by from age 8 to 12. Anyway, I'm not about to spend my time trying to analyze this. <laughs> After that, she lives her life with memories from all of her previous lives. She hates remembering all her previous lives, and whenever she faces the end of her life, she hopes that she will never be reborn or remember her previous lives. What the hell is this plot synopsis? Like, how many times are we going to see previous lives? Oh my gosh. In her 18th life, when she was Yun Chu Wan at 12 years old, she met a kid named Moon Soa. They become very close. In her current 19th life, and as Banjiam, she meets Moon Soa again, and that is played by he is now all grown up. Banjiam is fully aware of who Munsoa is and approaches him with affection. Meanwhile, when Munsoa was a kid, he lost people he loved, including his first love, Yunjuan. Since then, he has refused to have relationships with other people. His life changes due to the appearance of the strange woman named Banjiam. Okay, I think we can take out a lot of sentences from this plot synopsis, but besides that, it is not awful. It started off awful, but it's actually not. Anyway, so yeah, that's basically what Seeing My 19th Life is about. I did have a problem with the fact that they tried to say they liked each other as kids. It was weird because I feel like if they were teenagers, it would have made more sense. Because, you know, there's a thin line that you don't want to cross. And they also tried not to cross that line. So in my opinion, it didn't look like the two kids liked each other. And she was older than him. It just felt really weird. I was just like, what is this nonsense? I feel like if they were high school students, then I would have felt some kind of like tension that they were trying to build up. But with the kids, I was like, first of all, you do not want to build up tension between kids because they are kids. And second of all, it just looked really awkward. Like, I don't know, like, there was a scene, they're sitting by the pool, because he really likes to stay underwater, and then she kisses him on the cheek, but it just felt really strange, like, it weirded me out that two kids, like, what, anyway, that, that was just a no for me, but it's not like they did anything inappropriate, I just would have preferred if they were high school students, at the very least. Okay, I'm going to skim through my notes and see if there's anything I can tell you guys that's not a spoiler, if not, I'm going to do the outro, and then we're going to get into the notes that I made, just because, once again, I have spoilers. Um, yeah, I'm going to do the outro now, so thank you so much guys for tuning in, I'm so glad that you did, if you like content like this, and if you don't mind, please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content. The more I say this, the more it doesn't sound like coherent words, but at this point, whatever. Thank you so much guys, and young okay let's see yeah so before we start once again the fact that it took me two months more than two months to watch a drama that only has 12 episodes a drama with one of my faves that should tell you something it's not good it is not good at all it is so mediocre but anyway let's get into the notes 
the mother and son from mine also from mr queen the queen and her right hand woman yes i don't know if they did that on purpose but so Evo young played the mother and the child actor who played her son from mine played the younger version of Minsoa. and so he was her son here and i was like oh my gosh that's cute and also from mr queen i don't know what you call like the right hand woman of the queen but the lady the actress that played that character mr queen was her niece in this it was just complicated but in one of her previous lives, that was her niece. And then she goes to meet her in her 19th life and they end up living together. I just thought that was cute. Is he really playing a high schooler? LOL. Yes, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, I'll be honest, a high schooler. But then again, that was what he was in the beginning of um, ETL in class. The end of episode one wanted me to keep watching. I don't remember what happened in the end of episode one. Maybe that was the accident scene. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I like that the kids were supposed to like each other. I don't know. He feels iffy. Yes, I explained that. She looks so good with her hair color. Yes, I really love Shinny Sun in this drama. She's the only reason I kept watching. Episode 4. Although leading up with the mysterious guy better be worth it. Yes, bro. I have a lot to say about the mysterious guy, but I'm going to hold back because I know I need a lot more notes about him. So let's just keep reading. Um, kind of weird. Nothing great about it, but then I'm craving it at the same time. This was before episode 8 for sure because I need this know when I was watching episode 4. <laughs> episode 5. It's going too fast question mark. I don't feel the chemistry whatsoever. Maybe because their backstory is them as kids question mark, but the dance on the beach scene was so beautiful. Yes, there's a scene where they're dancing. It feels so random. I was just like, why is this part of the drama? But it's such a beautiful scene and I can see why they chose to add it. Like, I don't think they should have added it where they added it because like I said, it was so random like i was just like huh and i didn't feel any chemistry but i do have to admit that i appreciate that scene because it's so beautiful so we definitely sponsored this <laughs> one of the twins from the good bad mom hmm was it the girl or the guy and who does she play i don't remember i don't remember who the child actor is i'm referring to typical setup main guy and girl then side couple yeah the side couple bro their relationship and story was so mediocre at first i thought they were gonna give us a solid backstory because the story is like sorry guys there is going to be a spoiler right here but the story is like he likes her she likes him but he doesn't want to date her because of what people say and i was like i thought they were going to give more backstory but that's just it I'm like what anyway i guess that's a valid reason but still i don't know it just felt really bland at some point what else the random girl is this mom reincarnated question mark yes that was my prediction and i ended up being right if they were high schoolers it would have been reasonable i talked about that what the hell is the sound do you guys hear that i think the mic is picking it up when i kept quiet it also went silent what the hell now it seems like i'm going crazy it is so loud i do apologize for the background noise if the mic is picking it up episode seven she said she had a drink and couldn't take till one home but then she drove to me so I, there were a lot of plot holes for me i definitely remember seeing her drink but then the next scene was her driving to go meet Abuhyun's character. And I was like, you're not supposed to drink and drive. So I don't know if they missed that or if she actually didn't drink. I guess that's kind of irrelevant. But to me, look, it's a little things that throw me off. Okay, guys, I think everyone should be aware of this by now. If you haven't listening to more episodes, you know, like I usually point out the things that no one cares about. <laughs> okay. Had to say they have great chemistry and definitely redeemed Abuhyun for me. Man, this is fine. This is so funny. A few episodes ago, I was saying there's no chemistry. And now I'm like, great chemistry. But yes, Abuhyun is so fine. What the hell? He is so hot. Anyway, I told you guys I'm going to stop by growing because it is cringe. Um, episode 7 ending. Knew he would have something to do with her first life. There's a twist that he killed her in her first life and now they're connected in this life. Okay, that twist is pretty good. Her current father and brother were the ones they hired to drive the white truck. Also, she loved Mingi, but so I killed him. Oof. Okay, so that was what they made the first plot twist look like and i was like oh my gosh that is so good because i thought oh my gosh like now i see why he is so mysterious but then he changed it and i was like okay okay not bad and then he changed it again i was like what the hell is this nonsense and Mingi is the mysterious guy and i have to see about his character uh, i'm gonna save it because i know i didn't make a lot of notes about him let's see hmm i love that she is strong love the oesties yes there is an oc from this it's called star by cold with any and i love it like the artist's name is c-o-l-d-e i love it i have overplayed that song the two osds i have been listening to like for the past two months are when we were close that is an ost from my own familiar family and i think it is by kang sung shik you know what i don't think that's his name i feel like sung shik was the father's name in my own familiar family i need to just confirm who sang it oh it is kang sung shik anyway yeah and then the second one is star by cold so listen to those two songs and yes i do love that she is a strong family like physically strong but then they try to make it seem like because she has lived as men in her previous lives that's why she's strong i don't know how i feel about that 
But then again, I don't know if that's what they actually try to make it seem like, or if that's what I just think they try to make it seem like. Anyway, episode eight. The scene he discovered, the corporate showed that he is such a good actor. He said people who were supposed to be loved died. Ah, oh, my heart. I put it on hold. Okay, before I get into the next note, I don't remember who he said it to because there was a scene he was like, people who were supposed to be loved are the ones who died. Meaning, like, he isn't supposed to be loved. Like, he believes he is not supposed to be loved in this life. And so he should have died instead. Oh, it really broke my heart. And yes, there was a scene he found out who the corporate was of the accident that killed Juan and also it made him deaf in one ear oh yeah that's a that's a part of this which is it wasn't really irrelevant because sometimes they would use it and sometimes they wouldn't but he always had a hearing aid so yeah um anyway Emiliano is a really good actor and this confirmed it a lot of scenes in this I was just like dang he's actually a really good actor <laughs> the first life story and twist made it worth watching they kept stalling but the pace of everything else was good this is what I thought before episode nine okay so keep that in mind <laughs> I thought the pace of everything was good and I was like oh my gosh the first plot twist so good but then episode 9 started the nonsense that they started to do. But I didn't even make a note about episode 9. That should tell you how irritated I was. Episode 10, Mr. Queen reference question mark. He asked if she was a king. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think that was the point. But I thought of that when he asked her. A lot of wallpaper worthy scenes. Yes, if there's one thing this drama is good at, it is the wallpaper scenes. What? It is scenes that are wallpaper worthy. Like you can take a screenshot of it and use it as a wallpaper. That's how good it is. And something I should say is like whenever they're putting the the lettering of like showing what episode it is it's so creative the way they put it together i can't really explain what i'm trying to say but i think there are a lot of aesthetically pleasing things about this drama okay episode 11 what was the point of killing her question mark he literally didn't have to so unnecessary shaking my head also this drama is lacking so irritated by the mysterious character from her first life he doesn't speak which is so annoying to me because they think they're doing something but they're not and because i watched him as a high schooler student it's hard to see him as a grown adult and also playing a professor question mark plus it's crazy how empty it feels even though they're doing too much that first plot twist was good but that's it okay i said a lot in that note basically in the first life they showed that character killed the character and i was like huh and then so what i was thinking was why did he kill her and then the person i was actually thinking killed her without the person who killed her he really didn't have a reason to kill her like even when they revealed the actual truth i was just like there was no point in killing her like anyway yes so the mysterious character is Kamingi. like that is the character name if i'm not mistaken and he is actually played by i need to find his name but he was the character from crash course in romance he played the high school love interest kind of actually we're not love interest until the last episode but he's played by jimin let's see him in yeah he was definitely in crash course in romance he was born in 2000 which is why it was weird because like they're putting him up with all the grown adults like okay for comparison how old is ambohyun ambohyun is born in 88 and we put him with someone who's born in 2000 chini is born in 89 are you kidding me it just felt so weird i was like why is he playing an adult like he needs to be playing a high school student but he played a professor i don't know if the story is that he is a very young professor because he also like has lived so many lives but i don't know it just felt weird and yes they made him this mysterious character i was like okay there's gonna be a lot about him and the first plot was i was like oh my gosh that makes a lot of sense but then every other thing that they did i was like it wasn't necessary to have him be mysterious because like all the leading up was for nothing basically okay are the characters reincarnated or just lookalikes that is a question i have because like he told Munsoa, you're still the same but i'm like that's technically not Munsoa. like the person in the first life is not Munsoa. it is just someone who looks like Munsoa. Or how does reincarnation work? Okay, maybe it is Munsoa reincarnated. Like, it is the first life character reincarnated as Munsoa. But Munsoa does not remember his past life. So they're technically two different people. You know what? I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> I faced by myself so much so his dad is a good person, question mark. No, but he's still cheating on his wife. Yeah, so we tried to also do this plot twist there. We thought, like, his dad was really horrible. I mean, his dad is horrible. Like, that fool threw glass at him and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, they're trying to say the dad has always loved him and he did things behind the scenes. Also, they never explained why the culprit did what he did. Like, why did he send a car? Like, why did he cause the accident? I'm so confused. Like, what in the world is this drama? Anyway. So she placed a curse on herself. I also predicted this, but I do have to admit it was a good plot twist. They did too much though with the back and forth of who killed Saul and 
who the bad person was yes so i did love the twist i mean this is the biggest plot twist i'm sorry guys but the twist is that she's the one who plays the curse on herself and why she can't remember like her past lives and so she's the one who has to do it yeah that was a good twist but it was so predictable and i've seen that so many times but still i should admit it was a good plot twist i kind of saved it a little and yes the back and forth was annoying episode 12 love when she said she'll be happy in this life with the ones that she loves because this is what the life was meant for you know what's so interesting she said that but then she still ended up forgetting what i am so over this nonsense they better not pull the bs of saying she forgot and then they cross paths and they still remember her oh my gosh the fact that i made a note of this and this is exactly what they did i cannot mostly flashbacks in episode 12 shaking my head could have been a tiny episode drama i rolled my eyes so much in so many scenes especially the basketball scene yeah a lot of things were just getting on my nerves at this point i guess the only thing i liked is that they were all aware about her forgetting so they could all work together but i still cringe so much so it's his turn to use her exact words to woo her nah bruh and the awkward smiles i don't know it just became so mediocre okay so even though i didn't want him to do the cliche the protagonist forgets but then the other people remember kind of thing what i liked is that they knew beforehand that she was going to forget so it wasn't the kind of she forgot and now everyone's confused like why doesn't she remember so it's good and bad at the same time i love that they knew beforehand but i still don't like that it is the cliche plot that they used the last scene was so cringe i was just like what is this nonsense so he basically told her the exact same words that she told him when he, she went to find him in the beginning and i'm like okay and then they're smiling at each other i'm like no that is a stranger like no <laughs> i don't know what they thought they did but they didn't do anything ouch okay it could have been better make it 10 episodes or less the first plot twist of having Kamingi being her first love should have stayed it should have been more about love i don't know it's just missing something yes i don't know what it is missing but it is missing something i have been recording for almost 45 minutes and i don't know why the hell i am doing this <laughs> but i'm going to wrap up really soon okay well that's that that's all i wanted to talk about i guess we can wrap up right now like i said i will give it a solid 7.5 but it could be an 8 out of 10 because it is not a complete waste of time now if shinny song was not in this drama i don't think i will give it anything at all <laughs> i don't think i would have watched it that's the truth that is the honest truth i don't think i would have completed it i should say so shinny song is the reason i actually stayed it could be an 8 but i think it is a 7.5 overall also, the side character, I guess the plot of her sister in this life being her older sister in her first life is kind of good, I guess. But yeah, the person is played by Ha Yoon Kyung, and she plays Yoon Cho Won. And she was actually an extraordinary attorney, Woo, if I'm not mistaken. She played Che Suyeon. She worked in um, Yong Woo's firm, or the firm that Yong Woo worked at. So yeah, I commented when I recorded for that episode that I did like her character. So you can check out that episode that I put out. You can also check out Extraordinary Attorney Woo. I don't think there's anything great about it. I know I might get a lot of hate for saying it, but it's not a great drama, guys. Like, yeah, it's cute, but that's not what you want from a legal. Anyway, I think that's just me. I think I'm the one who doesn't want that from a legal romance drama. But then again, it is a legal romance. So I guess I shouldn't put it on the same, like, bar as Suspicious Partner. Because, like, Suspicious Partner does have romance. But Suspicious Partner is so good, guys. Check it out. You can also check out While You Were Sleeping. I'm not a fan of the romance, but I do love the crime justice aspect of it. Anyway, and then I guess I should mention the second lead, or, like, the side couple, male lead. He's played by Andonggu. He plays Haruyun. I have not watched anything else of him. I don't think I have. Oh, never mind. He was in Our Beloved Summer. What? Apparently he was. I don't remember yeah those are the people one more person to mention i guess so the person who plays her niece let's see why isn't she up there on the list okay cha Tonghua. she plays kim Young. okay that's all i wanted to talk about you can check out this drama if you want so i don't think you would because if you're listening to this portion i literally just spoiled it for you but yeah here is my take on to your money life if you listened all the way to the end thank you so much if you didn't i guess you won't even hear this but thanks for even checking out this episode oh shoot i forgot to do the outro like i promised I'm not really disappointed because I didn't have any expectations or I didn't have high expectations. And I'm not trying to drag the other people. It's just like, it's just as plain as I'm saying it. Like, I didn't have any expectations. I just wanted to watch content of Shin Hee-san. I just wanted to watch content of Shin Hee-san, which is why I went into it. So, so because I didn't have any expectations, I wasn't, like, I'm disappointed, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, there's some dramas that I watch and I'm like, oh my gosh, why did they do this? Like, there's some dramas that made me pissed, aka 2521. Is it 2125 or 2521? I don't even remember. <laughs> But that drama made me mad because it has so much potential and I actually enjoyed it. Like, I didn't go into it for any of the actors. I think that was my first time watching Kim Theory and I just watched it. Like, I didn't go into it for Nam Ji or anything like that. So, that one was really good. Like, I actually enjoyed it in the beginning and that's why it, and that's why it pissed me off and it actually hurt when they did that nonsense in the ending. She is an old, she's always in, like, 
she's a lot. She has been in a lot of things I have watched, but not like as a male, not like, but not like as the female character, female lead, not as the female lead. Who am I on? She has been in a lot of things. She has been in a she has been in quite a few things I've watched, but she has not been the female lead. Let's see. She was definitely in Hometown Chachita. I know I know everyone might know her from that. Like I said, she wasn't Mr. Queen. Apparently, she was in 81 class. I don't remember. She wasn't Crash Landing on You. She wasn't Kuku. Yo, y'all. You know it's so funny. I never actually completed Kuku. Like I genuinely forgot I was watching the drama. <laughs> anyway, I don't think I ever will. Okay. The Hangul says. Guys, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this because I told you guys I really want to get better. And I think the problem with my Korean is like I'm not confident. So when I'm not thinking about it, it comes really naturally and like my pronunciation is good. But when I want to focus and actually try to speak or try to understand, then it becomes hard. I don't know why that happens. Anyway, the Hangul says, 이번 생도 잘 부탁해. 이번 생도 잘 부탁해. Take care. Wait. 이번. 이번. This time? Or this? Yeah. 생도. This time too. This time of my life too. Huh? I don't know what exactly that translates to. Chai putake, take care of this time. So how does that translate to singing my... Hmm, maybe that's like an informal way of saying it. You know how there's some words or phrases that you, we say it, but we don't really mean it literally. Like when you tell someone break a leg, like you don't actually mean they should break a leg. You're just trying to wish them luck and saying like, give it your all, like good luck. So I guess that's the way. Like there's a thing they say like, let us... Let us eat the next time we see. And I heard that Koreans say that, but they don't actually mean that you should go out and eat. They're just saying, let's meet again, or it was nice meeting you. So maybe that's how this is. But yeah, I don't think it translates literally to seeing my 19th life. I don't know why the hell I'm spending time on this. Okay, the next note. I put it on hold after episode 8 on July 13th. There's no way in hell that's July 13th. Oh my gosh, I don't remember. I know when I probably made that note, I was... It's probably August 13th. I think that's what I was trying to say. You know what? I can figure it out because I remember I was at the gym when I was watching the end of episode eight. So I can try to figure out the day I was watching that. Uh, let's see. Did I go to the gym August 13th? If I did, then that is the day I put it on hold because it's definitely not July 13th. When I made that note, I was probably looking at the note I made when it started until then I just put July instead of August. Let's see. August 13th. Where are we at? August 13th. August 1st. Okay. Hmm. Did I go or did I not go? August 6th, okay, let's see. I go, I did not, I don't know if I went or not, but yeah, it's probably August 13th. Usually I make a note of, or like my watch can tell me. Ugh, why am I trying to figure out? It's not even that deep. Anyway, I'm gonna say I put it on hold after August 13th. Let's always see, start a cold, cold with an E. Speaking about this, I love when we were close. I constantly shake. That's so funny. I literally just told you guys about it. I just made a note, so I guess I really wanted to tell you guys about it. I don't want this episode to be too long. I did make a lot of notes while I was watching. So that's why I have a lot of notes. But I think at one point I started making notes of significant parts in specific episodes. Like in each episode, I would make a note of a part that I wanted to talk about. Now I don't know if I'm going to read all of it because I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's going to take forever and I don't think it is worth it. Hi guys, I just wanted to add a quick edit. Actually, this is going to be in the intro. <laughs> Today is what? Today's August 12th. Um, August, when the world is... I mean, October. What in the world? Evil Young was. Oh my gosh, did I call Park Bo Young Evil Young? When I was talking about Utopia? I don't think I did. But if I did, I meant Park Bo Young. Like the cute Park Bo Young. I mean, Evil Young is cute. Well, she's, she's pretty. Okay, you know what? You know what I'm trying to say? They're two, they're two different people. Anyway, but um, I guess I can tell you guys some updates. So, Isuhyuk and Nidahi are supposed to be in a drama. I am so excited. I did not make a note of the title, but I will definitely be checking that out. I did rewatch My Unfamiliar Family again, and it is still a fave. I really love that drama, guys. Like, if you have not watched My Unfamiliar Family, you should. It's really good. And Chang Nara and Son Ho Jun. Son Ho Jun? Is that his name? 
I hope I'm right. But they are reuniting in a drama. Oh my gosh, I hope it is not a flop because y'all know she reunited with Van Hilk in another drama. I was so excited because y'all know I used to love Faded to Love You. And I tried to watch it, but it was just a disappointment. Like, it was so boring. My Faded to Love You fangirl heart could not sit through it. I know I said this before. And so I'm hoping this one is not a flop because y'all know I really love Go By Couple. Like, they are one of my favorite natural looking couples. Oh my gosh, you know, I just put out recently I put out an episode on natural looking couples. I don't know if we talked about Go By Couple, but they should definitely be on that list. And if you don't know, like, Go By Couple is one of the few dramas I give a 10 out of 10 because I really love their relationship. Like, they look like an actual married couple. And I love the story too. So, yeah, uh, I hope the new drama is not a flop. I did complete It's Beautiful Now. Not It's Beautiful Now. What the hell? Um, The Real Has Come. I completed that on September 15th. Y'all know that was a family drama that I had Angie Hyun that I was watching. It was trash. It was trash. It was so good at one point, and then at one point I was questioning why I was sitting through it. But then they actually succeeded in letting me like watch the entire thing. So I guess it's not really trash. Or it is. It's trash, but it's a trash that you get addicted to. I know that's wrong, but anyway. I wanted to make content for it because like I really wanted to tell you guys about how complicated it was but I don't know if I will. If I ever need content then I think I'll just make a brief recap of what is beautiful now. <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? Of what uh The Real Has Come is about. So stay tuned for that or not. It is quite tempting to make content for it. I'm not going to lie. But it was so not worth my time. <laughs> the fact that I spent 50 plus hours. Actually no. Maybe less than 50 hours because there are so many parts that I watched on the wall speed. So yeah. Anyway. But who knows. I might end up making content for it like I said. Also I need something good to watch right now. I will be watching the Korean remake of Someday One Day. Y'all know I said I wasn't gonna watch it. But I want to watch it and compare. And I'm so pissed because everyone's hyping up The Time Called You. Is that what it is called? I don't even know. But everyone's hyping up the Korean version. I'm like, can you please watch the Taiwanese version? Because it is a masterpiece. Give credit where credit is due, please. Like, give it to the Taiwanese version. It is the original version. They created the story. And I don't think a remake can be superior. That's why when I watched Soulmate, the remake of the Chinese movie, I was going to watch the Chinese movie. The only reason I did not was because it was really sad and I didn't want to sit through it again. But I'm not going to talk about Soulmate's the Korean version as if it is a masterpiece when I don't even mention the Chinese version. Like, the Chinese version is the original. I feel like I need to hype up that one if I'm going to hype up Soulmate. That's the same thing I feel about Sunday Monday. We need to hype up the Taiwanese version because it is the original please hype it up and i know i still have not put out the episode on the movie version that they put out i have recorded for that i recorded for that since june and it is currently what today is september 20th i did not even tell you guys that today is september 20th i don't know when i will get out this episode i'm trying to put it out october october 10th because today actually i published um dp season one i published an episode on it well it was scheduled to go out today and i will get out dp season two on the 30th and so i might put this out on the 10th of october or the 20th i'm not sure i think it is going to be quite long or longer than i want it to be so it might take forever to actually edit with the kind of schedule that i have right now <laughs> so yeah i don't know when i will get this out but i don't know when i will get out the sunday one movie and i don't know when i will complete a time called you and record for that but i do intend to watch it like even if i'm not interested okay, first of all i'm interested because i want to see the nonsense that they think they're gonna do to outshine the original honestly i feel like i'm over trying to instigate something when no one even cares but i really love the taiwanese version y'all know this i have it up so much it is so good check out the taiwanese someday one day before you take out the time called you just like i said well you haven't heard the episode but when i recorded for the movie i encourage everyone to watch the drama okay that's because the movie is crap and i feel like you actually need to watch the drama to be able to even sit through the movie because it is complicated it's going to confuse you it's going to seem like trash it's going to seem really boring but if you watch the drama then you can kind of be like oh, okay i see it has potential they just try to overdo everything I did see a drama of Rowan and Tobawa, if I'm not mistaken. I do want to check that out. I might check it out. It is on Netflix. Might as well check it out. But yeah, so those were all of the updates that I had. Hmm. Oh, so there is a movie with Park Seo-jin, Lee Byung-hun, Lee Byung-hun, and Park Bo-young. I know I watched MMTG. I feel like I've talked about this before. I don't remember if I told you guys, but I watched their MMTG and, and they went there to promote a movie. But it is uh, like, it is a dystopia world type of situation. Dystopia world? Is that even, what does dystopia mean? Anyway, y'all get what I'm trying to say. And I don't watch that kind of genre, so I don't know if I'm ever going to check it out. But I really wanted to see Park Bo Young and Park Soo Jun paired up. And they are acting as a married couple. Like, I know there won't be a lot of romance, but I just wanted to see the dynamic. Like, having both of them as a married couple. Um, And I might change the trailer of this podcast. I don't know. I feel like the trailer that I have right now is, like, the humor. It's not ha-ha-ha funny, but it's, like, 
it's funny to me that's why i have it up like it is so dry it's kind of a dry humor type of funny because like it's blatantly clear what i was trying to do and everyone knows what i was trying to do that's why it's funny if you have not listened to the trailer you can listen to it before i take it down i might take it down i wanted to take it down just because the clips that i used in the trailer are of episodes that had bad sound quality so i want to like use current things and there's something i usually do when i introduce or when i'm about to start recording for an episode and i just wanted to compile those like for each episode or some episodes that i put out and use that as a trailer because i think it's cool but i don't know maybe instead of doing that i can just make what i want to do like the compilation i can make it an episode i don't know anyway so uh i guess i'm gonna put this at the end actually or at the beginning wherever i put it the point is right now i need to get into the notes of uh seeing my 19th life like the notes that i made uh, they're quite a lot honestly i'm just gonna reverberate them y'all know how y'all know how this goes i'm gonna reverberate them i will extend if i have to I already told you guys the updates, but I think I will move it over here. I will either move it over here or put it at the beginning, but if I move it here, but if I move it here, then that's that. But I'm going to end it here. Okay. Well, if I do move it to the blooper section, that is going to be before this because I'm going to say peace right now. And peace is usually, and peace is usually the last thing I say. So you would have probably heard updates, but you wouldn't know that because when I was recording, I said it like even before I read the notes for CU and I see like, what am I on? I don't know. Anyway, guys, I gotta go. <coughs> Dang. Okay. Peace. <laughs> Oh no, that is cringe. I usually hate it when people end on a laughing note, so I'm gonna say peace again and actually be silent this time. Alrighty guys, peace. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.